back to the Regen Z podcast. It is now episode eight, and we. Oh, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Hans. I'm Joanne, and I'm Viv. Okay, so today we'll be talking about culture. <laughs> oh, that's old. We had that in the last episode. Yeah. Let's try to no. But uh, no. Today we're talking about culture. Sure. Okay. Uh, the question is: At what age were you aware of culture slash I trends? Firstly, what is culture? Okay. What is what is culture? That. Culture is the social norm of people. Don't make it up. Yeah. Yeah, I did make that up. Basically, culture is just <laughs> like right. what humans work, like what what we create, what we do. Um, it's a very vague term because actually it's hard to encapsulate everything. Like everything is part of culture, the way we interact with people, the the kind of stuff that we've made. Like as humans, for example, we develop science, we do we develop arts, we develop all these other stuff. Um, so yeah, culture encompasses all that. It's like ideas and beliefs. Um. I'll read your definition instead. No, I was going to do that. The Oxford definition of culture, the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded regarded collectively, a refined understanding or appreciation of culture. Men of culture. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. Okay, but culture is not just something that humans made up, but it's actually something that God gave as a mandate for us to do, which was um, seen in Genesis 1, 28. It says... At the beginning, God said to Adam, uh, God blessed Adam and Eve, and he said, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And that's sort of the cultural mandate that as humans we are created to fill the earth and to subdue it. That means to cultivate and to work and to, um, yeah, not just leave it in its natural state, but to develop it with all our intellectual ability that God has given us. That is culture. Um, and if we're going to talk about culture, the question we have to pose is, is culture good or bad? It depends on the culture. But you can't say culture is, like, bad. Yeah, well, well, there is such thing as a bad culture, like the culture of drinking alcohol and taking drugs. That is bad. Right? Can we agree on Martin Luther liked to drink beer. I'm not saying <laughs> that he's a perfect... Martin, Martin Luther wasn't a perfect man, was he? It's, nor is it wrong to drink. Yeah, I'm not saying it is, but it's harmful. I don't drink, by the way. I'm allergic to <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't drink just drinking culture, okay? We're talking about the culture of, like, cultivating... Okay, well, let's get... Of doing it, it like... What about cultures that like getting drink? drunk? Okay. What about cultures that drink as a religious? Yeah, we like, drink wine well, on okay, Sundays. Let's, yeah. How about like sinful culture that is wrong? Okay. Yes. But are there any good to culture? The culture of reading your Bible every day. And religion like isn't culture, right? Music. Yeah. But like, religion isn't like a culture. It's like. It like it like varies with different people. Different cultures have different religions. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you get? Is like overall, uh, we talk about culture. There's good and there's bad in culture. Um, 
Because firstly, there's good because culture is us developing God's uh, world and also, I guess, using the creativity that he's given us in his image to create things like creating pieces of art or creating, for example, when someone discovered how to do farming, that like changed the whole world. Because now we don't have to go find food, we can make food. Um, so those kind of stuff is good in culture, but then there's also bad in culture because of sin. Um, but sin permeates everything. It's not just the bad culture, like drinking or uh, getting drunk and that drink drugs, but there's bad in all culture because as humans, we're the ones creating the culture and we're sinful. So everything that we do, I guess, is permeated with sin, including the way we interact with each other at church, including the way we do our daily life. Yeah, and everything. Okay, going back to the question. At what age were you aware of culture slash trends? Can I answer first? Yeah, stop doing this. <laughs> okay. I think, well, it depends on everyone as well. Let's say, for Viv, who got her phone in year four. <laughs> year three. Year three. Damn. Um, okay, can I back that up, please? No, you've already said it in the <laughs> other episode. Okay. Because of tutoring and stuff, right? Okay, okay yes. Anyways, um, then you are exposed to the social media, which is, like, it depends what we say as culture. Like, if we're exposed to, let's say, social media as a culture, then the age that we are exposed to it is a lot earlier than someone who would have been exposed to this specific culture in a later age, specifically um, social media and, like, let's say, Instagram and the trends that run through social media. Hence, it depends. Yeah, so how about you? Question is, at what age were you? you? Oh, um, I was. Well, it depends on what culture we're talking about. And what is, if we can define the culture, then what is the culture? Because there's a culture of, of like the church, and let's say I was I was brought into the church when I was born. Like my family grew up as, in the like around the church, and if we say, uh, like the culture of social media and the trends, and the norms, of, the trends that we have now, then then I could say that when I was exposed to more, the internet, let's say I got I I got my phone when I was in high school, like not high school, in year seven. Um, and so, no, year eight. Anyways, um, so then I should say when I started becoming a teen. But you were an iPad kid back then. Okay, let's define culture. Like, we're talking about, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think this assumes sort of like the, the, sub, the subculture. Secular culture. So secular, yeah, the youth sort of culture that's out there. Yeah, did it make a big impact on you from a young age? Okay. I did not, like, I had my phone in year three, but I didn't, like, like touch, per se, culture until, like, year five, maybe. So, like, year five, maybe, like, I started watching, like, YouTube. Then I ventured into Korean dramas in year five. So, like, and I did not have any social media. It was just on YouTube. But, like, from a young age, I guess that shapes my, like, my ideals and my, like, what I see is, like, ideal, like, what a person should be like with, like, you know, like, media, media manipulation and what they do on YouTube. Yeah. 
Well, I got my phone in like around year six and like the same as Viv, I never really like went on like YouTube or say social media platforms until like maybe around year seven or year, like end of year eight where I actually got like social media. I feel like before then I was aware of like some of the trends that happen in secular culture because maybe like interacting with friends or like just in like the world like not having social media you can still see like ads on tv about like secular like values and that kind of stuff fun fact i never i never like watch tv anymore anymore or before like back then when i was a kid when i was like under 10 i would but no one watches tv what was your favorite childhood tv show uh I don't know what to say, like, giggle <laughs> Mine was Octonauts. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Sorry for everyone who's overseas. Yeah, turned you, all these Australian not, TV shows. Yeah, you're not like, an Aussie like, baby, then. Yeah, in Australia, it's, like, different, different. Mm. But do you guys consider yourselves as, like, people who would, like, jump into trends? Because, like, I personally, like, don't consider myself to be someone who, like, actively, like, follows the trend, but I guess in some way subconsciously like it might like affect the way i like act or like it seems some people yeah. have jumped on the trend of be real <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what that was until today i have it it has it i i got it two days ago i had it for you know fun fact i downloaded it off the app store because i was bored and i was looking for apps to download and i downloaded it before anyone got it and then it came a and trend. then i never used it and then i, I saw like people using oh, it on their yeah. phone and i'm like oh i have that app anyways good on I, you yeah I'm so good. i'm the trend starter <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then again it's not like all trends are bad um but i think what the challenge is as christians when we like we put especially when we live in like a western society like australia it's very secular in the mainstream culture. Whoa, our lights turned off. For those who are not watching the video, give you should watch it. Give you should me watch like it so you can see the drama that's two happening. Two seconds. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's like that light. Yeah. Three it's minutes it's later. What was I saying? Okay, um, as Christians, we are have to, we got to, especially us in a Western sort of secular mainstream culture out there, um, in some societies, in Asian societies, for example, there's a totally different culture, but in Australia, it's very blatant that the culture and its values, um, the mainstream culture, is um, immoral and free in the sense that it's against the biblical values of morality for about, like, for example, about um, sex and about um, just um, the language that's used and all those kind of stuff. Like, as Christians, what is our response to culture and what should it be? And should we compromise compromise our values? Like, how do we fit in? Because obviously we can't, like, just isolate ourselves or live a completely different culture. I feel like if you're just think, talking about, like... I think... Oh. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think in this podcast... We say, I think. We say, I think. Not, I feel. Yes. Okay. I think that talking about trends in the terms of like social media and that kind of stuff a lot of it i guess doesn't really direct 
directly conflict with our values. Like a lot of them are just sort of phases that like happen and then they just go down again. Maybe that's because you don't see it as that's true, but not a lot of it is like directly Yeah. Yeah. Conflicting against like say our faith, like our Christian belief. But I think it could be like a distraction in the sense that if we don't know how to discern what is like good for us, then it would lead us to like the spiral of like falling into more and more trends that would then like affect our values and change our worldview. I feel like on the mm. outs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like on the outside trends, you still feel feeling stuff. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay, I know. <laughs> I know that like some trends are from the outside seem like they they seem okay, but and like some of them are. Like let's let's say dancing to a TikTok, um, don't like, look at me. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> um, as in like they don't dancing in itself is an expression of no. Okay, it's Th- art. It's art, but it's not. It's not wrong in itself to dance, and it's not wrong in itself to record yourself dancing and post it online. Like there's there's nothing sinful about that. But some of the trends bring connotations that are can lead to like sin or lead to like um not good things you know maybe it's like it's not the specific trends that are like innately bad but it's the fact that you're following all of them and you're like okay like i'm a person that like consumes a lot of media i guess so like it's not the fact that I'm doing this trend, but, like, the fact that I'm following all of these and I'm, like, always, like, I have to be with the trend or at least knowing what's going on. Like, like, for real, taking a photo of yourself throughout the day, that's not innately a sin. But, like, the fact that, I guess, like, teenage culture and, like, having to always be, like, instant and in time connected with everyone else, like, that's what's like, leads us to the bad, the sin. Like, I feel like it's dangerous. I think that it's... (laughs) I think that it's um, dangerous how, like, easily we jump in, maybe, for some people. And then, like, it doesn't seem as something that is harmful to us now. But then just if we keep following more and more trends, like, the more sinful they become and we'll also easily jump into trends that are like actually sinful in itself i have a good example for this okay i watched korean dramas since i was like 10 right (laughs) that's not a flex (laughs) okay but i guess like not i guess but it has to some extent (laughs) changed my perceptions of what like dating and marriage looks like like even if i'm not i'm not like Per se, like sinful. I, okay, I'm I'm sinful. Sorry, sorry, that was not right. I'm sin. Like I'm we not are totally depraved. I'm not doing. I'm not physically getting into a relationship where I know that my expectations will ruin it for both me and the other person. But in myself, my own expectations and my own feelings, 
I have expectations and it makes me, it ruins my own like sense of what a relationship would look like. And that like, it's not that I'm actively physically doing something or affecting people around me, but in me, it's like already a sin like growing. And that will affect me when I grow older as well. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Oh, I said I feel. No, I was going to say, like, um, just the fact that it's a trend or it's something that's popular, it's sort of everyone's focus or the culture of it is that that becomes the focus of what gets us excited or it's the focus of, like, you know, our everyday lives. Like, because it's sort of like maybe a youth thing. Like, school is boring for people nowadays. Like, in the olden days when school started, like, kids never got an opportunity for education, for example, when they actually wanted to learn. Women but, wait, wanted if, to go to school. Yeah, exactly. Women wanted to go to school. Now, like, what's entertaining for us is, like, being able to sneak on our phones in class instead of actually listening to class. And so it's, like, that culture of what is important um, is maybe what's more dangerous. Like, if what's important... It's, like, a trend, like... What significance does it like actually have in the long term or something like it's just something that just starts and finishes it's just something like some cool trick that you can live without like it doesn't have to be that way like it's not essential um but it becomes a focus something that's not as important as it should be becomes a focus instead of everything else and that sort of trend that we kind of now focus on things that are not very important in society but also just in general in our spiritual life like it doesn't add anything like it's it's we've followed the trend of or the culture of not putting things in their priority i guess yeah if we want to talk about if we want to talk about like korean pop culture or like not even just korean like any pop the culture media in general the media it's not just that your like your image of like lifestyle is distorted but also like it goes into your fashion your clothing your music you listen to like that affects you more than you think and also, like, how you live your life. Um, well, as Christians, then, what should be the culture that we embrace? Um, is there, like, Christian culture that we should live, that we should all, all Christians be like this? Or, like, do we have to all, for example, sing hymns and, like, like classical music and look at, like, ancient artworks and, like, be kind of that high culture? Was it, like... Yeah, what kind of culture? Because there's like subcultures, um, where we like follow all the popular music and like everything. But then there's like you can you can be like for example, Javanese or something. It's like eccentric cultures. I don't know. So like, what kind of culture should we embrace as Christians? Yes, that's the question. There's no like one specific culture that you have to be as in like you have to be this Japanese person <laughs> and embrace the gamelan as your favorite song. Like, <laughs> the the gamelan is actually pretty cool. I, yeah, I, went to, I, went to, I went to watch a concert, like a gamelan concert. It was pretty interesting. Anyways, there is no one specific culture that we have to follow. But it's more like we have one truth and that truth is absolute. Um, and... It's more that we base our lives, our culture on that. As in, like, if it's straying us from the truth or from being able to know God, then that is not the best way. Culture. 
I guess this goes back to like the do's and don'ts of Christianity. It's not like Christ it's not like classical music is the only right genre of music and you can only look at religious art forms and you can only visit churches as architectural forms. But like art is I guess subjective. I don't really like everyone can have their own like interests in moderation, but there there are some things that you can't like venture into. Like if your music is completely like hundred percent sinful about like explicit like completely like the wrong like subject subject matter like in art as well. Like obviously you don't go there, but it's not like you're not allowed to listen to music that's not inherently like everything christian. is inherently bad but it's not like you can't you can only listen to completely music christian music right but like i guess sometimes people think of like high culture like they put on like put it on as a facade if we talk about the high culture as in like art and music and these high forms of art some people are not exposed to this such culture as in like let's say you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't you're not exposed to uh liking classical music you're not exposed to appreciating art of uh i was gonna say some like famous sure anyways um and so like is there is it wrong to not be able to be a part of this high culture is it is it wrong to or is it like is there is there benefits to having this high culture whereas if you're not exposed to it and you know well what culture. what is high culture in the first place well it's like cuz culture we said was the cultivation right of i mean the world and everything that's in it with our creativity that God's given us, and obviously it's high because it's been developed more over years and years and years of like generations of humans, or like spanning like hundreds and thousands of years. And of course, there's a difference. Some there's a difference between, for example, a piece by Beethoven and a piece by like like a folk song that they sing in like a tribe, for example. Like qualitatively, there's a difference, but it's not saying that one is bad and one is good. Because inherently all culture is sinful and tainted by sin. Um, quick, quick question: Is is culture defined by the progression through time? Because if you say classical music in Beethoven, right, would you say it's higher culture than the modern music we see, like the pop music we see today? Well, it depends. Um, let's not go into the topic because I don't know the answer <laughs> to that question. Anyways, yeah, well. Up to thought. Well, let's cut that out. No, it was a good question. It became philosophical. Yeah, anyways. We're talking about... Uh, I was trying to get at that. Okay, as Christians, and what is, should be our response to culture? It shouldn't be to... We have to choose high culture and only be high culture. That's not right either because high culture has its sins and a lot of time people were creating it for themselves and just like for their pride and they valued human uh, art and achievement more than god and so it's also sinful in a sense um but what um, what we need to do as christians is we're meant to be the transformers of culture that we've been redeemed right and we live for god um 
And it might not seem that it was different on the outside when we uh, approach culture from the way, uh, like, in whatever music style or whatever we do in our everyday lives, the way that we do it for God's glory and the way that we do it in wisdom of knowing what God's done for us and His truth and His ways um, and doing it in obedience to God. It might not seem different on the outside, but um, we transform the culture and redeem it, I guess, in ways that... Um, it doesn't have to be religious. We don't have to make everything religious. That's not the point. But we do it and we develop culture as what God commanded us to do, like to cultivate, um, to use the best of our intellect and the best of the resources that we have in this world um, to make this world, I guess, yeah, a better place and to show more and more of the, I guess, the vastness and the diversity, but also the ingenuity and the creativity that God has just given to us and that kind of reflects God's glory in everything that we do and what we cultivate. I guess there are cultures that are superior in the way that they are um, not as simple. As in like the, the Stone Age culture was less... Qualitatively, qualitatively. there's yeah. a difference between... Yeah, I guess the complexity and the, the way that people live. I guess, yeah, there's a level of, the level of cultivation. As in, like, the West can get more advanced. Or, like, develop. Mm. Like, the Western culture. Like, for example, like, the culture that we live in today, with, like, a society where there's, like, government system, there's, like, advanced technology. Like, of course, that's the culture that is higher than what people lived, like, 500 years ago, or even more, like, when people were hunter-gatherers. And lived in tribes and just killed animals in the wild to eat them to survive. Obviously, it's a difference there. But like now, living in the Western culture in Australia, especially, is it, is it, is it un, is there is there like unhealthiness in, uh, living the more high Western culture compared to like. I don't think so. So, like, in whatever culture context that we have, um, as long as it's not sinful in 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 of in and of itself, what we're doing, then we can redeem the culture um, from the way that we approach it as Christians. Um, let me read you something. This was from um, John Frame, who is a theologian, and he says. Um, Critiques have often bemoaned the lack of high standards in Christian art, music, and other cultural activity. To some extent, anyways, these critics are right. But the answer to this problem is not to accept secular standards uncritically. The answer is rather to be more faithful to God, both in His special and in His general revelation. We ought to be humble enough to learn what we can from the knowledge in these areas that God has given to unbelievers, but we should always be challenging it on the basis of our knowledge of the true God. So, of course, there's a standard... Um, that we can see, like, that people have discovered, like, some people are pursuing science or pursuing, like, classical music, for example, they studied that, that they went in, in depth with that, with, like, observation and stuff, and, of course, the way they've cultivated it, it's of higher value and quality, but we test all culture and the way we do things by our knowledge of God and um, by our faith, and when we live uh, live out our faith, then when we interact with culture, we don't just do it as per se, but we 
transform it in the way that we do it. I don't know, I'm not being crazy, but yes, that's what I mean. No, but like on the flip side of it, doesn't living in a more, I guess, developed country or like society bring more temptation to fall into things that are like more sinful? Like in your example of, oh, if you live in the middle of nowhere, you would have no access to like these things that potentially like you wouldn't have access to the good things but you also wouldn't have access to the bad things well we said before everything is inherently (laughs) sinful so like even if you are in a culture like in the middle of nowhere then human sin has permeated all things and it's not just because you're in a thing that you're more sinful than another person that's who's in the primitive culture okay so this has been a very interesting discussion on culture we would love to hear your thoughts, dear audience. <laughs> Please post them or send them to us so that we can continue our amazing discussion on culture. And that is it for today. Thank you very much. Yours sincerely, the Regen Z Podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for... Uh, don't forget to share, like, subscribe. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.